0: This week on Jesus Center Stage, we talk about the dangers of moralism as we discuss a clip from Alistair Begg. All right, we're back again this week for Jesus Center Stage podcast and nail salon
1: (laughs) as we get started. I had to fix it, okay. It was yeah. not going good
0: this was this is a uh, a week that we should really have done video along with this <laughs> um, for those of you uh listening, you can't see um, we're here at the desk. we have two bibles laid out, some papers with some notes and stuff on it, and then there's uh three bottles of nail polish <laughs> and a um What's the name of those lights in there?
1: It's a UV oh, light. UV
0: light, yeah, yeah. a UV light, um, nail polish dryer.
1: It's I guess. not a dryer; it's just a light. It doesn't blow air. That would be yeah. noisy.
0: But it's—I mean—it dries it, right?
1: Well, I mean, there's heat coming off the the light bulbs in here. So yeah, I guess it's just, the UV is supposed to harden the the polish. Oh,
0: okay. Yes. Uh, you had an emergency mm-hmm. um, repair needed. Yes, uh, for your nails. Because just one you're, of them. You're planning a trip this weekend, <laughs> a girls' trip. Um,
1: uh, actually, is it, I'm going by myself. Your is girl, that, correct? Yeah, but can it be a girls' trip if I'm just driving by myself?
0: The people that you're meeting, are they? boys or girls <laughs> all there's girls. only one correct answer here for you
1: <laughs> <They're all girls>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there you have it then it will be a, a
1: girls weekend
0: yeah because they're not actually going on a trip no. you're just going to where they're at yes yeah so anyways you had uh, the nails looking all fancy and pretty and except for a, that one <laughs> you had a scuff mark or something on it And now it's
1: just the whole the whole end of it was messed up.
0: (laughs) We're sitting here doing a podcast and So if he starts saying crazy
1: things today, he's uh gonna say it's because he's high on nail polish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because some of that nail polish is pretty strong.
1: These little blue bottles are super strong.
0: Yeah. Does it ever give you a headache?
1: Um I don't think so. Yeah. Which is strange because a lot of strong smells do give me headaches. Like Mm -hmm. flowers give me headaches.
0: Yeah. So I've heard, which is a good thing because it gets me out of ever having to buy you flowers. This is true. Yeah. So when that day comes, I say, well, I didn't want you to get a headache, sweetheart.
1: (laughs) That that day would never come because I think it's, I don't know. I don't like flowers enough to like expect you to spend money on flowers. Mm -hmm. I'd rather you bring me chocolate. Mm. So much (laughs) better.
0: It don't give you a headache.
1: Basically, if you feed me, I'm happy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of happy, um, I happen to know that this was a happy week for you uh, because you you finished something.
1: My spring semester.
0: Yeah, that's what it was. I remember now. (laughs) I remember now. That was what it was.
1: Yes. Officially finished it yesterday. The very last discussion board replies finished yesterday.
0: Yeah, so school is...
1: Was it yesterday or was it today? (coughs) It was yesterday. It was yesterday. Okay, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So no more school for you for like two weeks, right?
1: A week and a half now, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So... Because
1: I start a week from Monday.
0: However, there was some discrepancies because I felt like you told me you was finished like three times. And then you you well, go, well, that's it. No more school. And I'd be mean, like, you're completely done. And then you would follow that up with, well, no, I still got a test to do in statistics. But you said you was done.
1: <laughs> Some of that was like I was trying to like pep talk myself because if I got everything done early, then I could go to Ohio. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to get everything done and give myself a little break. Yeah. So, Yeah. So I was trying to like, okay, so now this is done. There's one less thing that I have to do. Oh, now this is done. Mm-hmm. So and I made it. I you, made you it. You made it. And right now I still have A's. So if my all my grades come in, I'll be I'll be good. Mm. I'm waiting on like three grades. You'll be
0: back on the dean's list again.
1: Oh, I like to stay on it. Some some classes are harder than others. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well we got a <clears throat> exciting week I guess coming up then because you get you're taking a trip um, I've got a dinner plan with some uh, with a, a friend from church and then a golf game with some guys from work and uh, then of course we got church on Sunday you'll get to visit with a friend at church mm-hmm. in Ohio which is always exciting um, to kind of experience a you know, something different and to uh be with a friend that's i mean you're you're getting to go see like what what she's experiences each mm-hmm. week so um a lot of exciting stuff
1: you're just excited that i'm not here so you can go play golf
0: uh, that's i can what go I used... play golf with you here
1: but you don't
0: Well, no, if you was going to be here this weekend i would
1: would you though Mm-hmm. okay yeah okay that's right. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, does that sound <laughs> tough now? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you made it
0: sound like that when you're home, you tell me I can't go play golf.
1: I don't care if you go play golf. I'm just saying you don't go play golf. I
0: went a whole summer last year without playing golf, so it's not, it's, like, not my fault. it's not like something I do all the time. I
1: know, but that's what I'm saying. You don't go very yeah. often. And
0: just don't be trying to sound tough like you tell me I can't or can't. I don't. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And
1: here's the thing most of my Saturdays are like school. Mm-hmm. So there's really no excuse whatsoever that has anything to do with me. Why you don't golf more except no. that it's a ridiculous game. Yeah. I mean, there's that, but other you, than that,
0: you think
1: it is, it doesn't make any sense. <sighs> don't uh, get me started.
0: Okay. No, the reason I don't go play golf more than I I do is one Usually on Saturdays, if you're busy and I'm looking for something to do, it's either during hunting season, going hunting, or during the summer, going fishing, those kinds of things. So that's I'm going to uh, have
1: to figure out how I can do school on the lake this hmm. summer. Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a challenge in itself. I
1: get a portable battery charger or something for my laptop so I can write my papers while I'm on the lake. Yeah,
0: the problem would be the sun shining on your screen, being can, able to see it. I
1: can it. get an umbrella. Yeah.
0: So looking forward to that, though. I, I do enjoy I was going to say the reason I don't go play golf more often is mostly because it's not really something you want to do by yourself and I don't know a whole lot of people that play golf. and I so, would play mini golf and
1: with you. The,
0: <laughs> don't even get me started <laughs> on that. The last time we played mini golf, you played like two holes. And then the rest of the time, you're just like swinging, not even looking which direction the That's ball's going.
1: That's true. I was trying. For like
0: two holes.
1: No, for more than that.
0: And then after the second hole... You was like, like the hole was like ten feet away, and you hit it hard enough to go forty-five feet.
1: Whoa! I did not. And then that's the, like a danger to everybody else on the yeah, mini golf course. That did not happen. What
0: my point? You're is... You're
1: exaggerating.
0: Okay, maybe forty feet, but <laughs> my point is,
1: it's the nail polish. There was y'all. <laughs>
0: very little effort put in on your part after that's like not, the second hole.
1: It's not true. <laughs> I was trying. I just wasn't good at. It. That's the only play. That's the only time I'd ever played my whole life. And you mm-hmm. won't take me again to get better at it because you're scared that I'm going to get really good at it and beat you. I know how. I know. I understand.
0: Mm-hmm. Or it could be that you hit it hard enough to go forty-five feet when it was only ten.
1: That never happened. Never happened.
0: I'm pretty sure the ball bounced off off the course no, it, a time or two.
1: The course is like five feet wide, anyways. I know. So I didn't hit it that hard. Can okay. we move on, please?
0: We probably should. We're let's losing let's... listeners as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> While they go uh, try to figure out yeah. what
1: golf course we were at. <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: no, let's get into the podcast. How's that? Into Sounds the good. into the topic of the podcast. Um, this week I was listening uh, to a preacher by the name of Alistair Begg. Which a lot of people may have heard of. I um, like
1: him. i yeah, like he's, listening to him.
0: I think he's he's in my top three, maybe even top two. I um, haven't
1: had a top three list in a while. I need to work on that.
0: Yeah, but he he was uh, he was given a, a message on forgiveness. Is what the message was about. But he went into a little segment of his of his sermon, um, where he was he was saying don't misunderstand my message this is not he was talking about forgiveness but he was basically and, and we're going to play a clip but basically what he was saying was my message is on forgiveness but that's not going to get you saved that's that's not okay. salvation forgiveness don't mistake this as as uh, as part of a salvation message and and he uses the word and and it'll be in this clip and because of his accent it is a little bit hard to understand but he uses the word moralism and that's basically the teachings of if I can if my morals are good enough mm-hmm. then I'm good enough and if I do enough good things yeah. then God will be pleased with me and it's I can all go the, to heaven
1: the good outweighs the bad yeah or I am. I choose better or I make better choices than that person over there. So my morals are better than his or I Mm -hmm. choose the right thing more often than that person over there. Yeah. And that all it all comes into that same just doing good things, Mm -hmm. getting myself cleaned up.
0: Yeah. And it's and then you've developed a a uh, religion based off of. Morals, mm-hmm. And even the most moral of people are are not saved by their morals. Right. Uh, and that's basically what, what he was saying. And so I want to talk a little bit about that moralism and what many people hear when we go to churches. Or if you turn on, say, some well-known preacher from Houston, <laughs> you're going to hear... <laughs> some of these things so <laughs> he's trying not uh, to
1: name names y'all <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll name Alistair Begg's name because know, so, so I'll heard, stand behind just about anything I heard that man preaches
1: uh not too long ago that oh I know what it was it was from Matt Chandler said because he's in Texas and he said that they're abundantly blessed with those kinds of preachers in Texas there's a lot of them like what, the ones you just mentioned what in kind Houston. what kind with those prosperity prosperity uh, preachers yeah yeah, I
0: think he's in...
1: The the ones who are, like, non-offensive, mm-hmm. air quotes, non-offensive. Yeah. They offend me, but, you know, they don't care about that.
0: Mm-hmm. I <laughs> want to point out you may air quotes with the hand that is not in the nail dryer <laughs> uh, while we're doing podcasts. Um, yeah, <laughs> let so let let's, it go. Just <laughs> let it go. Yeah, let's let that go, and let's go to this clip of Alistair Begg uh, speaking about moralism, and then uh, we'll be back and and talk a little bit more about it.
2: There is a great danger in speaking in this way, there are multiple dangers in speaking in this way, but one of them is that it can easily be responded to on the part of some as a form of moralism. In other words, as you listen to me speak, you think that you understand me to this point, and what you hear goes something like this. I've been a generally irreligious kind of sort. I haven't really done uh, the sort of things that would have been best to do, but I have recently plugged back into religion, and I'm trying to find out what it is you're supposed to do. And what I hear you telling me to do is one of the things I need to do is to be a forgiving person, and I want to thank you for that, and I'm going to try very hard to do that starting right now, and uh, I'll let you know next Sunday how I'm getting on absolutely flat out misunderstanding of everything that is moralism that is externalism that is not the gospel that is that is what people are listening to every sunday in churches and it drives them absolutely nuts they don't want to be they don't want to come to church and be told again to do something that they know flat out they can't do pull your socks up be a nice person stop being resentful try and be a little kinder be good fellows and girls and have a great week. And out the door they go and say, how in the world am I supposed to do that? You see, that's the issue.
0: And that's, uh, that's Alistair That's the issue. Beck. That is the issue. the issue. I tell you, the other issue is when I listen to Alistair Begg preach, I have an issue with my preaching then. Mm. He is. Uh, he's really good. He is really, really good. And uh, I mean, solid he, in he, what he's. His, I mean, everything like you know what what he preaches is but he always solid. He makes it make sense. Yeah,
1: like he he connects things so well, and like he expounds and mm-hmm. exhorts like really well.
0: Yeah, he has a, a clip that's going around on uh, online quite a bit. Uh, most of the time, it's just referred to as the man in the middle said I could. Yes, I uh, love it. Yeah, if you get a chance, look that up. It just it's a little short clip, but uh, yeah. So he's he kind of shined a light there a little bit when to me when he said that people go to church every week and they hear these kinds of messages, mm-hmm. um, and we kind of mentioned that that preacher in Houston. This, this
1: inspirational but, encouragement.
0: Yeah, and you you know I mean and you can you can hear that at a lot of churches but it it needs to have the gospel in there like i said this message he was preaching is actually on forgiveness but you can you can bet and like that forgiveness there is a,
1: between people right yeah you're not talking about like god's forgiving us no but it's it's but always like, included in there well no no, I know that. What I'm saying is, a while ago you said, this message is on forgiveness. That doesn't have anything to do with our salvation. You, Forgiveness does have to do with our salvation. We're talking about God's forgiveness of us. Yes. But you didn't clarify that. That's what I was trying to do just now is clarify mm. what kind of forgiveness is that you rolled is, your eyes at me? Yes, because you were messing up my clarification. Oh,
0: <laughs> your clarification was muddy.
1: That's because um. you made it muddy. <laughs> you threw dirt on it. That's why. <laughs>
0: No, I mean, that that's what we we can hear that anywhere. And and even in a message about forgiveness, which is a great message, Mm -hmm. it needs to be preached. But there has to be a a distinction that just because you forgive everybody that, you know, does not equal salvation.
1: Just like Mm. I mean, it's like any good work. Yeah. Like forgiveness is a good thing. To forgive someone who has done you wrong is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But it's like any other good work. It alone cannot save you.
0: No, no, it's not. And You know, in the scriptures that says if you do not forgive, then neither will you be forgiven by by God. If you don't forgive right. those that have sinned against you,
1: Which then... Which shows the importance of it. Yeah. But still does not no e- it, equate it with getting saved. Like, it's not... It's not going to fix you.
0: No, our, our forgiveness for for people around us, people who have, uh, you know, done something against us or whatever. It's really. In essence, it's a it's a a sign, I guess would be the best word. It's a sign of our right. salvation.
1: If we have if, received grace, then we give grace.
0: Yes. Yes, and if we're not giving grace, meaning as in forgiveness, then we should probably examine ourselves to mm-hmm. see why. Because if, if we, like I said, it's, not, it's a fruit right. of our salvation. So if we're saved and we know we understand our salvation, we know that we've been forgiven, but yet we withhold forgiveness from someone else, then it's a sign to us that right. maybe we're we're not understanding our salvation.
1: I think maybe not understanding it, or maybe just like I'm used to it, mm-hmm. and then not like acknowledging it. Yeah, that's the word I'm looking for. Not acknowledging the the great grace that I've been mm-hmm. given. Because like if if that soaks in, if you get a fresh reminder of the great grace that you've been given then suddenly it's not as hard to give grace yeah
0: you'll feel guilty if you don't
1: right but if i just give grace or if i'm just a quote good person who forgives people because you know
0: that's what good people do yeah
1: that's what good people do that that does not make me understand grace like and it's almost like we've switched that like we've reversed the order of that If I'm a good enough person, then I'll be happy. I will experience mercy of my own if I give mercy. Because what I, like, you know, the whole principle of karma, if I'm good, then good will happen to me. If Mm -hmm. I give, then I will get. And we switch those things to if I do enough good works, then I will get to go to heaven. Or if I do, if I make enough good decisions, or if I, you know, if I'm kind to enough people today, then god will be happy with me yeah and it's like we've switched the order of that it's not that our good works result in salvation but that our salvation results in good works
0: mm-hmm. yeah and this this coming up sunday you, all across this country and around this world you'll hear messages about
1: how to be a better person how to be
0: a better person uh you hear messages on tithing uh, you know, you know forgiveness, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Right. Love, which is a good thing. Um,
1: All of these are virtues. All of these are. Yeah. Necessary.
0: They, they are. But uh, in, in as as Alistair Begg was saying there. If if you're listening to his message on forgiveness and you're thinking, OK, I I hear what you're telling me, preacher. I'm I'm going to go out this week, and I'm going to mm-hmm. be more forgiving, and then we'll be I'll kinder. I'll let you know next weekend how mm-hmm. I have done. He said y- you're missing the point. Right, you you've you've missed the whole thing, and and they're they're telling you to do something that you know flat out you can't do. That's kind of the way he do worded it. Do you think it.
1: that's why people stop coming to church? Do you think that like. In, in our attempt to encourage mm-hmm. a better society, we actually discourage them from being Christ followers.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think so. I mean, it would be like if, I went, if you went to a church and they said, Elsie, the way to be in the good graces of God is if you can uh, dunk a basketball because he's a big basketball fan. Oh, wow. And right away... You know, no matter what I do, I can't dunk a basketball. Yeah. So therefore, yeah. there's no hey, reason wait, for wait. me to come back if to church. If you
1: bring me a little tikes, yeah, basketball goal, I can do
0: it. Are you sure?
1: Yes. Okay. I'm confident. And give me one of those little balls too, the little baby ones. Yeah, the little, yeah, yeah little. I can foam. do it. Yeah, I can do it if you if okay. you if you adapt
0: yeah. a little. Oh, but you can not adapt. You got to you got to do it on a regular regulation. <laughs>
1: Um, who's making these rules
0: the preacher of this
1: <laughs> church <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not going back yeah. to this church yeah
0: that's what i'm saying if they if they tell you that then you say okay well i can't do that there's no reason for me to keep even pursuing god yeah. now and if you if because you come i can't in, be good enough for, yeah. for him yeah if you come in and they say you've you've got to now somebody can misunderstand this because we're talking about forgiveness We're not by any means saying you can't forgive or you shouldn't forgive. But what I'm saying is there's going to be failures along the way. Mm -hmm. And when you base your salvation off of your performance, then your failures cause you to lose your salvation. Right. And, And the point being is... If that's the way you feel, you have missed the whole gospel. Right. Because the gospel has nothing to do off of our performance. Should we forgive? Absolutely. As we said a while ago, the scripture said, if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. Right. But you, you won't ever be able to forgive until you have been forgiven by God, Till you understand mm-hmm. uh, that what he done for you. And there's a, there's a parable, it could be where you're going, I see you flipping your Bible, now where um, uh, one one person is forgiven, but then somebody else owed him some money, and it says he grabbed him by the throat, and you know what I'm talking about? You know the story I'm talking about?
1: Uh, I do, but that's not where I am, so I'm thinking something else.
0: Okay, yeah. So, so you just keep talking. Yeah, he, he was forgiven of his debt. But another man owed him some money. Yeah. Not as much money, I don't even think.
1: No, it was, I, if I remember correctly, it was like basically pennies yeah. compared to like and hundreds it, it, yeah. and he of grabbed, dollars.
0: He grabbed him by the throat and, and put him in jail and said, I'm going to hold you here until you can pay me my money, which really made no sense. But anyways, when when the guy that had forgiven him found this out, he was very upset. And the, the moral of that story was that, that because he wouldn't give forgiveness, meant that he didn't appreciate the forgiveness he had been forgiven or had gotten. And so, yeah, when we're talking about forgiveness, yes, you need to forgive. Yes, it, it does show that you understand uh, the, the forgiveness that you've been given. But is it, is it what saves you? No, it's not. We we should love our neighbors, but is loving our neighbors going to save us? No, it's it's as you said, it's a it's a byproduct of our mm-hmm. salvation, And the changes in us.
1: That parable that you were talking about is in Matthew eighteen verse twenty three through thirty five. It's the whole parable. If you guys want to look it up? Matthew eighteen twenty three through twenty three through thirty five. Um. Now, where I was going was uh, Luke seven, when again Jesus talks about a creditor and two debtors, and one owed five hundred pence, and the other fifty, and when he had nothing, and when they had nothing to pay, he forgave them both, and so Jesus's question is, which of them will love him most? Mm-hmm. And I think that speaks to, if we realize this great grace that we've been given. If we yeah. realize just how much we have been forgiven, it it is reflected in how we treat others and how we forgive others. Um, so it's that it's that byproduct. It's not the cause, it's the it's the after effect, side effect along with the other fruits of the spirit yeah. that result from salvation. And that's what I think Alistair Begg was talking about in that clip is we, we send people out to do something that they can only do when they're equipped with the power of the Holy Spirit.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And without salvation, He's not in you. Mm-hmm. And so He's not empowering you to, to go out and to forgive and to be kind and to show these fruits of the Spirit. So we're literally sending people out to fail. Yeah. Go be a better person. Go forgive, go be kind, go, you know, be that different person in culture today. Well, Without Jesus, I can't.
0: No, because you're so not if a you, different person.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm still like every single person out there. I'm still selfish and full of sin and hate and anger and all of those things. So how can I go out and make a difference? Like, that's, a, you know, a huge thing. Be mm-hmm. kind, make a difference. You know, all these little uh one liners, you know, that we Mm -hmm. that we say and we're so, you know, all this so inspirational, you know. That we send people out to do these things, but we haven't told them how. Yeah. Like how is it even possible? Well you instead of saying, Hey, you can't do this by yourself. Yeah. Let me show you Jesus. Let me introduce you to Jesus. And then these things just kinda happen. Because he teaches you and he shows you in, in that daily walk with him, in that daily daily relationship with him, he shows you how to do that stuff. And he just changes you on the inside in a way that you can never do by yourself.
0: Yeah. And, and let me just be real here for a minute. We can sit here and say. A, a good Christian. Will forgive others. And a good christian will be kind to others and a good christian will show a good attitude to others however every one of us good christians and i'm air quoting that at some point will struggle to forgive somebody mm-hmm. every one of us will ha- will take a bad attitude with somebody every one of us instead of being kind Will react with anger towards somebody, or
1: just avoid being kind? Like just avoid the situation. I'm
0: I'm talking about believers, Mm -hmm. people who who are followers of Christ, people who are saved, not false converts, people who are saved, people who are are preachers in their church, people who sing in the choir. At some point. Your kindness fails and you have a moment of anger with someone. Your your, mm-hmm. your forgiveness, it might come, but it might come a month from when it should have come. Right, And those are the things that we're saying is if if you're hearing a message of be kind, don't get angry and show forgiveness all the time, because that's what Christians do, then. You're you're not going to always accomplish that. So not only can that not save you, but even if it could save you, you don't do it all the time. Right. So what's the what's one thing that is constant that will save you? And that is Jesus. Right. That is the grace of God through Jesus Christ. So the, the whole point of this moralism is I can be as moral as possible as humanly possible and I'm going to fail from time to time therefore my my salvation cannot depend on that right it has to depend on the one thing that is always constant and that is Jesus and if we if we preach anything other we can preach forgive and be kind and love and all those mm-hmm. things but but we should never preach our salvation is dependent upon that right uh, is, you know what I'm saying Of course we should forgive it says if we don't we won't be forgiven but it's not dependent upon that we have to we have to know where our salvation comes from through Jesus before we can ever find that place of being able to forgive.
1: Yeah it reminds me of a a, a quote I heard a long time ago and I've probably said it on the podcast before because it's something that just like I think about it often. Um I'm pretty sure it was B. H. Clendenin who said it that there is still a great gulf fixed between my very best and even the beginning of Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, if it, like in in my like those words to me like paint a picture like there is so much space, so much measurement, whatever you want to put in there between my very best, like oh, I am killing it today. I have been kind. I have done my good deeds. Mm-hmm. I have, you know, I have shown Christ to the world that I was a part of today. You know, I'm killing it. Yeah. I'm I'm doing great. That very mm-hmm. best day. There's still so much space between my very best and even like the little like Jesus's pinky toe. Yeah. Like just a, like just the very beginning of him. Like just very barely getting to the edge of him. Mhm like so you're not even getting started in him like there's such a there's such a great space before you even get to him yeah exactly and that like that has always just like ever since i first heard it because i have like that that visual of that's how holy he is and that's how amazing he is and that's how the only way that i'm ever going to have life and he's the only way that i'm ever even going to have any success in showing him to the world because even my very best is so far from him that how how do i think i'm going to accomplish it without him
0: yeah it's like if you if you took your little toyota out here on the interstate and you put it to the floor and I might you might try that tomorrow yeah <laughs> and you're going through there and you're like i'm going as fast as anybody could possibly go look at you know the lines are just going going by you Mm -hmm. and you think that you're the the fastest driver in the whole wide world and then a guy comes by you in a lamborghini going 200 miles faster than you are and you're like i guess i wasn't really going that fast i'm never
1: gonna catch up to him yeah i'm never
0: i'm never gonna get there i'm never gonna be in that Lamborghini. i thought you
1: were gonna go with an airplane but We'll go with the we Lamborg- could, Yeah, we can go with an airplane. But <laughs> <laughs> Lamborghinis are—they go like <laughs> hundreds of miles an hour.
0: <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's all relative to what you're comparing it to. And but yeah. it's,
1: but it's the same principle. Mm-hmm. Like in my own strength, in my own best efforts, I'm never going to catch up. No. To him. No. I'm never going to have the strength to do the right thing without him mm-hmm.
0: and you're never I gonna might... be like oh i'm almost there because you're never almost there exactly you're always miles apart i'm
1: always in middle school
0: always in middle school poor thing <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh wind this up you got a big trip to get ready for in the morning and uh, uh we'll have hopefully we'll have some good details when you get back uh we don't want bad details So um, I
1: don't don't think there'll be bad details
0: only unless you get a speeding ticket. Now that we've been talking about driving fast. (laughs) Yeah. So let's don't have that on next week's podcast. I'll
1: keep my eyes open. Yeah. I'll keep my my GPS on for those little Uh uh, blue uh, bubbles that pop up on my route.
0: Instead of keeping your eyes open, you should just keep your foot a little bit off the gas.
1: Then I won't go anywhere. I have to push on it.
0: I said a little bit. You can still get up there. (laughs) Anyways, we're rambling. Keep Jesus center stage in your life.